The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. Another episode of the Salus Podcast this is Kalu. This is Chris. This oh is wait, not- <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is Brandon in the background. You're not in the background this episode. I might be. No, no, please don't, dude. This is so weird. So we have a guest in here, uh, Chris's dog Lido. He's sitting on my foot, and like his his butt or something just keeps like clenching on my toe and it feels disgusting and i'm like quit dog you should see the front you don't want to <laughs> oh is that his is that his <laughs> lipstick uh oh, whatever it's just disgusting it just i felt my foot just like get all weird and i was chris like, what are you teaching your dog yeah it's real nasty um but yeah he's a guest chris is out he's on vacation uh what beach is he on uh Skank beach i don't know <laughs> It's uh, what's it called? It's in Florida, San Saint Pete, Saint Petersburg. I don't. I, I don't think know. that's where they went. Yeah. I thought they had a height limit. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> On all the roller coasters out there, they're like, "We're sorry, sir, you cannot fit." Um, but uh, we just wanted to have a. It's been it's been a long weekend. Uh, I'll give you a little context. So. We got a swimming pool in my house and uh Rich shit. <laughs> and uh so we've been working on that. So it was they started on it on Thursday and then they got rained out and then they had to finish up like late Friday afternoon. And so we started they told us like, hey, only fill in like two feet, up to two feet that day. Did not know that takes five ever. <laughs> And uh, so that got done at like 9 o'clock, 9.30. So started filling it at like 5, yeah, 5 or so. Got done with like around 2 feet, then had to let it sit for a while, like sit till the next day. So he said when, when it's sun up the next day, uh, begin filling up. So I was like, hell yeah, we're going to be able to swim like Saturday night, like yeah. 8 o'clock. I remember you saying something like, yeah, you can come over this weekend. Yeah, hell swim. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And uh, so, no, uh, Saturday night comes through, and it's, like, only halfway full. And I was like, what the hell is this? Turns out this is, like, a almost 10,000-gallon pool or something like that. And so it's just going to take 17 years to, to fill up. So um, so there's working on that stuff. And then this morning, we probably have about maybe three inches left until it's, like, good to go right so yeah. I, I actually have the 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 pump running and stuff like that because it's at a point where it can start going through because you're supposed to run the pump for 24 hours um and i'm just learning all this stuff and it's like holy crap why did we do this you're gonna be a pool expert <laughs> uh, well i hope so i really hope so um <laughs> but i am i'm very excited about it being done the next phase is just uh uh, I had to take a water sample, and so I'm going to take it to the pool people, and then get a uh, uh, thank you, Lido Bear, and then uh, going to get a sample of the whatever it's called, the chemicals and stuff in there. So we no, they're going to check the pH levels of the pool, 
and then they're going to recommend the right type of chemicals to use. So question for you. This is going to be a stupid question, no, but go not. ahead. Yeah, it is. So if I pee in your pool or if somebody does, if you is pee it in my pool, blue? I'll kill you. But is it going to turn blue? No, I think that it does that if you have chlorine or something like that. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Monaco Cocktails. This is some shit that Brandon bought. <laughs> um, it's a cognac crush. And they, uh, apparently the guy at the liquor store said, I think you'd like it. Yeah. I think Brandon got profiled. Because um, it's <laughs> um, like, it's a, it says, a premium mixed drink made with a cognac, grape liqueur, natural flavor, and certified colors. Something, for colored people. Something deep down inside of me <laughs> really mm-hmm. loves this, though. <laughs> You're like, damn, this is really tasty. <laughs> he knows me. Yeah, I know. And I, dude, holy crap. This tastes like uh, the communion punch when I was growing up, but just not. I never went to any of that. Really? Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Tastes like the Lord's blood. <laughs> or however they say. Happy Sunday. Yeah. But um, so what I wanted to talk about today um, is is truthfully something that's kind of like that I feel like I'm going through right now. And it's, I, I read about it a little bit and I, I bet that there's other people going through the same. It's essentially like a quarter life crisis. You know, I've seen some of my friends going through like their midlife crises and stuff. And I think I'm going through a quarter life crisis where I'm just trying to find out, like find purpose in things. And, and I'm, I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to figure out my why for a lot of stuff. Like this has been good doing stuff with the podcast, but like everything else in life has just been, it's been weird. Um, it's not like a bad thing, but like I I now look at things like my job and I'm just like, why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? Every day. Is it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's, and it's not like, cause the money is fine and stuff like that, but even my even my boss knows like she's told me she's just been like I know you don't care about the the money aspect but like it's it's hard for me to be okay with not caring about the money aspect when there's a sales aspect of what I do and so like there's this I I feel like there's this like internal struggle that I'm going through and it's like who who they want me to be and and who I'm paid to be versus who I am. Yeah. And um I feel like there's a little bit of conflict there. So I just wanted to like see what you thought about it. maybe we can talk about it and see if, are you going through anything like that? I don't That's know. Exactly where I am right now too because I mean money's decent. Um I don't hate my job most days. Yeah. But then again, like, you know, I listen, listening to all these like motivational things and things are like, you know, you can do anything you want to put your mind to. And I'm just like, I can. And I go into work. And I'm like, <laughs> you're oh, like, I'm a number. <laughs> I am a number. I am making someone else money. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you, you know, we, we've talked about those kind of um, those kind of like motivational things before. It's kind of why we stopped yeah. doing a lot of that stuff is just because it's very easy to to get so caught up in that whole thing of being gassed up all the time yeah. that you forget about like life in the world. And that's not to say that you can't do anything you want, you know? Um, but there's just going to be other stuff that's going to come into play that I, sometimes I don't think that a lot of the motivational things like talk about, which is why we started the Salimist anyway, you know, because it's, 
that we talk about the gritty stuff and sometimes just, you know, the stuff that people don't like talking about. And I think this is one of those things that I feel like a lot of people are going through, but we just don't talk enough about it. And see, my wife is has been going through the same thing lately because yeah. she's working as a bank teller. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know much about bank telling, but you sit there a lot. Yeah. And uh, so she's not enjoying that. She went from management to doing this. So she's trying to figure out her why. She's trying to figure out what it is she needs to be doing. I love my wife to death. But she You're about to feed a southern southern sandwich. What? Do you know what that is? No. So here in the South, people <laughs> they do this thing where it, and mainly it's southern women where they'll say something really bitchy about someone. No, no, they'll say something really nice about someone and they say, then say something like terribly bitchy in the middle and then they'll end the sa- or they'll, they'll complete the sandwich with I love her to death though. <laughs> or, or something really kind. So they'll be like, "Well, I love I love Jesse, but she's kind of a slut on the weekends. But bless her heart, don't you talk about Jesse that way? See, see, exactly. It's a southern sandwich. She is sweet though. So finish a southern sandwich about your wife. <laughs> Our next episode's on divorce. <laughs> no, but I mean, she she has her own way of wanting to approach these things, mm. and. You know, all of the research and the hours that I put into everything, mm. you know, I started out with the same mindset that was just like, hey, you know, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. But in order to change where you are, it's going to take some actual changes within your life. And you yeah. have to you have to decide that you want to do that. Yeah. And <laughs> I love it to death, but I mean, she hasn't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. And and it's hard to get there. The more man. that I'm just like, hey, you know, you, yeah. you want to try it this way? You want to do this? Here's this video. Yeah. She's like, don't tell me what to do. Well, and and that's and, that's the truth. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's we've said it on this podcast before. Like, she's not responsible for your happiness, and you're not responsible for hers. And it, the the rough part is just trying to meet each other in the middle. You yeah. know, and it's. You know, I'll, I'll even say uh, my wife, she's so happy that she's become a nurse and all this other kind of stuff. But it's 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 not looking like how she envisioned at first. Right. Yeah. And um, and I'd say she's probably she's surrounded with, you know, people that have been in it for a long time and are probably burned out because it's like it's a there aren't many nurses out there. Right. Yeah. So it's it's hard to go to a place where you aren't like swamped. Just the entire time, and as a brand new nurse, yeah, like you're just to throw like a you know, a, if you're a normal graduate, like a 22 year old, you're like, hey, here's six people whose lives depend on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I can see that going like a little bit crazy. You got to be a special kind of person, and I think she is, but it's still just like there's just those stresses and those pressures on there, right? And so it's like I want to be excited like oh my gosh you know like you're in there you're finally in there and you know one of the things that she would say before she started working in in the hospital is like she she wanted to feel like she was actually contributing right just for money and stuff like that yeah and i would always tell her like yeah it's gonna be sweet you know having your your salary there too but the nurse title doesn't make you it just doesn't just like sales engineer doesn't make me. This is why I'm ha- we're having this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like those you make you, and it's it's very hard 
to figure out who you is and what the process of making you is when you're when you're just going through the motions every single day. And so I just I'm I'm hoping that truthfully I'm hoping things like this pool is going to allow me to like sit down and just sort of be quiet and be silent and be in water. You know what I'm saying? Be in, be immersed in something. Well, so what's okay. next? Boy, don't do that. <laughs> just don't do it. So that's me though. I'm just like, all right, I hit this point. Yeah. What's next? You know, there's uh, truthfully, I don't think that there's anything wrong with with like finding the next thing because it's if you're if you're living life and my, doing my air quotes right. It's you're you're in a constant search. You're in a constant like climb. Yeah. And, excuse me. And the thing is, you look back and you and you're not going to focus so much on all the things you did. You're just going to focus on like the climb itself. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And um, so there's there's nothing wrong. I don't know what is going to be next. I hope that there is a next thing because that actually means that I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm developing. See, um, I'm trying really hard not to get content because it's so easy for me because, you know, you get settled in with what you're making, what you got around you. Oh and my you're, God, just like, yeah. you're just like, you know what? This is all right, but that's yeah. not me. I want, I want yes. to keep going. Like, yeah. That's, that's something that it, it, it's prevalent where we live. Yeah. You know, we're in Kentucky, we're in the South and, it's very easy for it, it I'll say it doesn't take much to live a pretty comfortable life here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you I, I saw you jump on that one podcast we were both listening to, I think they were streaming. It was the I Mean It podcast. Oh yeah. So they were talking over there about like uh, cost of living, and I think they're in California, and it was something like some god awful number. And so I was <laughs> telling them like, I was like, dude, I have a. You know, I have a 1,600-square-foot house, you know, two-car garage. I got a backyard pool now, all this other shit, and my mortgage is $932 a month. Like, it's very easy to just be like, oh, I'm good. I can just settle. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't cost much to have that standard of living here. But but I think that's, that's like, that just relates to this area. And I think that the drawback of this area <clears throat> is that it's very easy to get comfortable. But I think if you live in another place where there's just so much stuff going on, yeah, like you, it's the, the chase is going to become infectious, you know. And I think that that there's a chase here, but it's a chase for comfort. Everyone wants to. Everyone's going for that comfortable life. So, do you like living within the fishbowl? No. Or do you want to be um, in the ocean so you can keep growing? <sighs> Wow, Leto. Uh, geez, stop coughing. How about well, that? You, let's hear what he has to say. Yeah, he's like eating cotton or something like that. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <on> <laughs> oh, disgusting. Uh, but hey, ask me that question one more time. So do you do you enjoy living within the fishbowl or would you rather um, be on the ocean so that way you can grow? Uh, uh, have you heard that before? Yes. Okay. Um, I... I in... I'm okay with living in the fishbowl, right? Yeah. Right right now. Um, because there's just other stuff. Like the things that I like doing to disconnect or to get away, I'm able to do that. So like riding, you know, riding in nature and, and stuff like that. Yeah. That's my escape. And, but I'm learning now that like no amount of riding and trails 
and cool stuff that I do, it's almost like I'm trying to escape the fact that I'm not 100% happy with my life. I think that's what it yeah. is. That and um, <laughs> and I, that's it's just a lot of people probably out there are just like they'll you know they'll fill their life with all sorts of other things you know what I mean like cool cool stuff like I am yes it seems yes a pool is fun and stuff like that but I truly want that to be a way for me to like escape into myself if that makes sense yeah like I can see myself going out to the pool like late at night where I'm just by myself and I can just float and just try and think yeah because i don't do enough of that there's just so many distractions going on in life and um are you gonna have pool lights out there yeah we we bought some you already bought some yeah i was gonna say you can just go skinny dip and nobody did oh i'm gonna be yeah i'll be skinny (laughs) shit i got a privacy fence and i'm yeah i'm totally skinny dipping yeah not Um, getting in that pool yeah no you can do it'll just it'll feel like excellence on your body oh Shout out to all them ladies. No, but, uh, um, Next episode on divorce. Yeah, for real. Uh, no, I, it's it's something that I, that I truly want to be able to uh, escape into myself because I'm just, I, I think that I'm struggling. Yeah. I really do. Um, and it, it's it's getting hard to like, to go to work and, and be happy about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to... You know, I've read stuff that's like, hey, find, like, think of your accomplishments and, and try to, like, like hone in on that. Like, hey, you're, you're actually doing good things out yeah. there. But I think one of the things is that, like, in my specific position, I'm the only one like this in, in the whole company, you know. And so it feels sometimes like like I'm on an island and, like, the things that would excite me, no one really gives a shit about you know what I'm saying? You were the king of your island. No. But there's no one to hear you. Yeah, right. Something like that. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. And, and I'm a socio-emotional worker. Like, I feed off of, like, the positive energy of other people. And I and I try to give that to other people. But I but my whole career has been in tech. You know what I mean? It's been, I've been surrounded by people who know as much as me or way more than me. Yeah, and it's just always been like that. So if I ever wanted to develop myself and go learn and stuff like that, then I would just like hit up someone and be like, "Hey, what do I, you know, how do you do that thing?" Yeah. But like, and I know that there's opportunities to like grow in my position, but I, it's just, it doesn't seem like places that it's. It, at first, it was places where I was like, "Yeah, I should, I would want to grow in that direction," but I don't think that I do, you know. And I, and I don't want to be like the whole like, oh, I just want to quit my job. or You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to do that. But I feel like the... So within this, you are the leader now. Like, I mean, there's no one above you that's, you know... I mean, there's my that, boss and my director. But she but, doesn't know more about tech and your direction. Though, hell no. She? No one okay. does. No, no one does. And I'm but, not even like horn tooting. Yeah. No one does. <laughs> no, so you've always don't. been in a position where there was somebody that was... That you could learn from, that you could grow from, yeah. but now you you don't have that. I don't have that. Yeah. Um, and I think I can, like, I can grow in the in the sense of like, like learning how to be a better salesperson. But like, I'm I'm more concerned with like how what I sell affects the person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I could I can sell anything. Or I can be a part of a group that sells anything, but what I would like to be able to 
to to really hone in on is how does what we provided you improved your life and how can we improve that to help make you even be even better yeah and so um often i get kind of stuck in the weeds and stuff of my work like i'll find i'll figure out problems before a customer even notices that it's there or i'll make a change or like a modification of oh there's this is a cool feature let me just do this really quick you know what i'm saying yeah and i can get caught up in that kind of stuff because and then they'll be like hey this whole this you know my site or whatever that we've sold them is like doing this one thing and i'm just like yeah it's like oh you know i saw this there i thought it would really help you guys out and they're like oh my gosh you know but like no one else understands it but me and so sometimes it gets like kind of discouraging and um so that's where that's that's one piece where i sort of struggle and then of course like just because i'm like i'm a fixer um and i think that this is this has got to be something with with guys too and at this age like I feel like society puts this thing on us like we're supposed to always be like, by this time in our life, we should be able to fix a lot of problems and just like handle shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if like my wife is like depressed about work or something like that or just where she is in life, like I I feel like a failure because I can't fix it. Oh, you haven't figured that out yet? Yeah, I know. And I I told you that. I've been like, oh. Bottle of wine, yeah, right, and a bag of chicken. <laughs> a bag of chicken. It's like, baby, this is that rotisserie you always wanted. But uh, it's a. Uh, I just, I don't. It's 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 tough being like, hey, this is what you have to figure out on your own. But while that's happening, you're part of the collateral damage when when they, you know, what I'm saying when they're just spiraling out of control Sometimes or they're have a, to be that punching bag. And that's and I'm not. Like I don't, sucks. yeah. I like to be a lot of things, but not yeah. a punching bag. But you like that ring because I don't, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but I don't. I don't make other people my punching bag. So it's just like, it's, why yeah. should I be yours? You know. But I have other outlets to release stress. I have this podcast. I have you know being able to go ride. You know, a mountain bike. I have yeah. being able to go to the gym. And there's tons of shit to do out there. I can people ride bike you on can the call gym. On that you can just. Absolutely, Talk dude. To. Absolutely, and I, I think another thing too for us guys, especially, and and for women too, when you're in your 30s, like a lot of our friends, like have families and kids and stuff like that, and you don't want to just call them. You know, there's like babies screaming in the background and shit, and you're just like, hey, I have this existential problem in my life, and they're just like, Danny, shut up. You know what I mean? It's just go like, on, go, go on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, go on, go on. I'm listening. I'm listening. Sit I'm listening. Down. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's uh it's it's hard to want to to go and talk to a lot of people about it. And uh so that's again, it just sort of goes to where I'm struggling to to find purpose and, and stuff like that. I thought that this that the podcast would would help and I think that it does, but it's what it's helped to do is help to uncover more things I need to look at with myself. And 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 I think that makes me a little sad because I, like I think that for for a good chunk of it I'm like hey I got my shit together you know what I mean yeah and like I I on the outside on the surface it looks like I do you know what I mean but um I just feel like there's something missing I know this might sound weird but from an outsider looking at you mm-hmm. uh it's kind of neat seeing the fact that like you know 
out in the world, it looks like you got your shit together. When whenever you're at work, because I see you every day, it's just like there's glue. He's got everything, and then yeah, I, yeah. I see this side of you, and I'm just like, you know what? He might not have all of his shit together. You know, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. But, I, I I think that there's a lot more people like that, and and like I said, there's the I'm I'm having that big struggle with like who who I'm supposed to be and who I'm paid to be yeah versus who I really am and uh so it's 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 it keeps it's like for the past couple months it's been keeping me awake at night like and I'll do work or something like that or I'll get lost in a video game to try and like think through it or something um but it's like I get I don't want to call it scared like I don't want to fall asleep because that means waking up and and it's like hitting reset. It, it like that means waking up and and like repeating the steps that I did. So it's like going back to work, going and doing this and going through those motions and it's just like I I sometimes think that's why I stay up really late. It's cuz I just want to take in as much of the day as possible to the point where like I may be working on my laptop or something like that or researching something or playing a video game and I'm just dozing off just like <laughs> got to stay awake got to got to stay awake and I look down it's like 2:30 in the morning and then I go back into bed and then I get back up and like it's it started to affect me because like I can normally get up at like you know 6 o'clock, 5:45 if I'm going to lift in the morning or something like that yeah Get five thirty six or something like that. Now I've been getting up at like seven fifteen, seven thirty. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> oh my god! And like I'll snooze my alarm a bunch of times just because I'm just like, okay, all right. And then you have those like couple minutes where you're laying in bed, just like, did I do something wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I've said it before, like if 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 this was a perfect world. I'd be a history teacher because I love working with with like kids, especially like high school kids where a lot of them are figuring out their stuff. And then, I, of course, I just love history. And then it's it would be an opportunity to like coach, you know, coach high school sports or something like yeah. that. But I'm not doing that shit for like 35K. So like I, it's and it's a shame that I think like that. You know what I'm saying? But with, within the role that you're in now, like what's stopping you from teaching someone else? to take your mantle so that way you could grow or do something else? Um, I think like just being, putting it on like a, like a functional, not functional. I don't know. Putting it on a different level. Like it's hard to like, I'm not willing to pay the price yet. I'm not willing to pay the cost of entry. Yeah. And, and the cost of entry means giving up a certain lifestyle that I live and to be able to get those things. And like one of my friends, um, and I hope to have him on, he's like, he's, I, I don't know what it is. I think he's realized the cost of entry to this life that he wants to live. And he's selling his house. He's selling his cars, like everything, everything. And this dude has stacks, bro. Like he's murdering the game. And uh, he's selling it all. He wants to live in an RV near the lake. And just that's what he wants to do. Really? And it's like, 
I envy. I like. I truthfully envy him. I do. So he's a hitman. He's a hitman. Yeah. He's an assassin. (laughs) But uh, um, murdering the game. Yeah, for real, dude. But uh, it's just, I just, I like, I like that. I if I want, I can just go and do stuff. You know what I mean? And um, I feel like I've worked really hard to get to that to that point. But uh, I don't know, man. And and also, again, this. This podcast too, I feel like, and it's just you know the feed from the different types of feedback that I've had from people. Like people for real, like learn stuff from from yeah. this, you know. And so that part is really really cool. Being able to like to read messages and and people will tell me like, hey man, you you really affected me when you said this type of thing. I'd love to be able to go and 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 do this kind of stuff and just connect with people all the time, you know. Yeah. My my sister's killing it in her you know her I was she try to bring her up yeah yeah she <laughs> runs she runs one of the um, if not the largest um, what's her name Oriaku um, and so she wa- runs one of the largest if not the largest uh, reproductive access care um, facilities or organizations in the south and so uh, so so women who are needing assistance with like abortions and stuff like that. She, her company goes through and, and helps people. And she's been getting national recognition for this stuff now. You know, if you, there was a big time, uh, now this video that got shared hundreds of thousands of times, and that was my mm-hmm. sister in there. And so, uh, you know, she's she's just, she's getting reached out to by all kinds of people. It's just, it's beautiful seeing her, like, she is living her truth, and she's, like, fighting for what she believes and in the face of just crazy odds, and uh, so I, I envy her so much, and uh, but it, it took a grind for her, you know. And for her, she majored. I mean, first of all, she went to uh, she was in the whole like she was the smartest person in school and all that. Gave you know she's the one that gave graduation speeches, like made all the grades and stuff like that, our graduation I speech. You were the smartest. No, no, <laughs> but uh, um, she you know she gave her speech and graduation and. You know, she went, she was like paid to go to school, you know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, and she majored in agricultural biotechnology, right? And yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then like just decides, I don't want that shit anymore, you know? And starts doing this. And it's just like, holy crap. Like, it's, excuse me, I don't think, I think environment puts you in a position to make changes, and I think just the environment that she was in, not being here, yeah, that helped her propel her. So she grew up here, in Bolivia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. we all kind of did. So we we don't age, claim it though. What but, age did she like actually branch out and leave? Uh, college. College. Yeah. Okay. And then she left from there to um. She went to uh Indiana, and then from Indiana she went to uh, uh Atlanta. And okay. now she literally travels the world. I mean, like travels all over the U.S. I think she's she's got a trip planned to Nigeria with her with her staff. I wow. mean, yeah, she's doing like all kinds of cool shit. She's going to Hawaii next week to speak at this uh, um, thing for abortion access, I believe. And uh, it's just it's crazy the stuff that, that she's doing. And I, that's something I've always thought about. It was like you know I grew up in a small town then. For college, I ended up going to UK, and then yeah. I went to WKU, which was yeah. 30 minutes away from my hometown. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I tried to branch out, and then I came back home. Dude, like, it's I don't it, fault people for coming back because, like like I said, it's just it's comfortable. And the thing that I just keep telling people, because 
my father-in-law, mother-in-law, my mom, my well, not really my dad because he lives here too. But mm-hmm. everyone's just like, you got to leave here. Mm. If you want to grow. Both my parents are just like, get the hell out. If you want to do something with your life, you got to get out of here. Yeah. But that just goes right back to that fishbowl thing. Yeah. Like, it's comfortable. Yeah. And and th- my parents want me. I mean, like, the the typical Nigerian thing is like, be an engineer or be. That was my mom This too. like, <laughs> yeah, be king, like king dingling at this one thing. And it's just like, I thought that it's. My dad was awesome about this because, like, his brothers are engineers and they're, you know, doing, you know, relatives are doing all kinds of crazy shit. We have people at Microsoft, at Boeing, in oil. And my dad's like, I want to be a professor. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so it's just like, ugh. So I I feel like I'm kind of doing that too, kind of like I'm kind of forging my own path. But I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of hard. But the other thing, too, is that I've also said, like, I'd like to do something meaningful here for this city. Yeah. And, you know, I've I've literally thought a lot about, like, okay, what about these city commissioner positions and stuff like that? Like, am I willing to am I willing to pay that cost of, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to to go into something like that? Um, I feel like that I can I can. Um, uh, what's it called? I can make an impact on this town. I feel like I, I can yeah. connect with a lot of people, but like I still engage in like douchebaggery all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I still I want to be able to do that, but still like call you like a dick cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? Or like you be, able- be able to? <laughs> yeah, you, you know? should, yeah, all city commissioners should be able to say whatever <laughs> they want. But like, um, I, I get scared of like how some people get changed when they get into something like that yeah um and i don't want to get caught into that and maybe that's maybe that's why i should run because i'm like if if i just you know if i'm transparent and say like i don't want to be like those people you know what i mean could be a thing but i just i don't know the world is changing uh, it so is why not it is be part of that change <sighs> bring yeah. that here yeah that's you know the easy thing is to maybe the easy thing is to leave and just go to those other opportunities maybe things to try and find something out to do here my my uh my comeback for that is always like you know it's growing bowling green's growing yeah it it really is it is man and all this other stuff but again, we still have that small mentality Mm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. we're not quite there yet but yeah i don't know neither am i in life yeah let's talk let's hear more about your about your what is it called quarter life crisis quarter life crisis well, I feel like I have this urge. I have FOMO. So okay. Fear of missing out? Fear of missing out. And I also have deal FOMO. So, like, What's I... That? Oh, deal FOMO. Deal FOMO. You say it so terribly. I know I apparently <laughs> do. Uh, but, no, I just... I'm just always looking for something. And if I can't feel that need... Like, I know I can't get myself a sports car right now. I know I can't have the house with a six-car garage. Yeah. So... I look for the next best thing. So I used to fill it with like buying random shit off Amazon mm-hmm. or eBay or something like that. But now, you know, my wife, I almost called her fiance. My wife has, mm-hmm. you know, with you almost her, said your girlfriend. I thought about that too. But you guys broke up two days ago. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she, oh, she has this concept of me time that she's learned. So. You know, she fills her me time with being in the bathtub and, you know, watching videos while drinking wine and all this other stuff. So I'm like, that's fine. Mine's riding my bike. 
now. Yeah. <laughs> I switch hobby. I used to switch hobbies oh, like crazy. Bro. I know you know about that. Yes. But you know, I, I went I've for, straight up been like looking at guitars again. Just like I kind of want to start playing. Hey, guitar you want to buy mine? Because I have six. Oh yeah, I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah. Buy Seriously, well, I'll buy one today. Let me know. Deal. All right. But you no, know, now my main interest is biking, and I love yeah. it for the health aspect and yeah. everything else that goes along with it. Like how freeing it is just mm-hmm. to be out in the woods, be on a road, just going twenty-seven miles an hour yeah. down it. It's down humbling, isn't it? It's so great, and yeah. I'm brave. Or stupid, I don't know what you want to call it, but I'm not afraid to wreck. And yeah, no, I saw your wheels come off the bike when you wrecked. <laughs> I will ride it till the wheels fall off. Literally. But now I'm just constantly looking. I'm filling all of my free time with looking for something to better my bike or yeah. to get a better bike. What is and what's the what's happening to you by doing that? Like outside of the whole bike world and stuff. Like well, with your time and everything. My time, I'm wasting time. I don't know if it's wasting per se, but it's just like, it's a struggle for me because you're jealous of your time, your free time. Absolutely believe, jealous of my time. I remember you telling me that and I just keep looking. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And I'm like, I just spent three hours looking at bikes and I didn't buy a damn thing. Mm. Let's do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. bet that there's a lot of people... Like I straight up, I have friends that do that with jobs. Yeah, um, that stresses me out. Though. Like they'll jump like, on like LinkedIn or they'll jump on something else and just browse through jobs the whole time and yeah. not apply for any of them. That you I, know what I'm saying? I've done that a lot. Yeah, I've done that before. And, like, and and like it's one of those things where when I feel myself starting to do that, yeah, like I'll try to like improve something else. Like, am I? Is this is this me or is this the company? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's uh it's definitely I feel like other people go through the same I hope just, other people like I'm I'm sure they do hopefully right Yeah right Tell us if you do Yeah for <laughs> real cuz you know I'm just I'm feeling that that urge that need that I have for getting something better with the next best thing Yeah and you know I keep upping my money I'm just like you know I'm making more money now so now I can spend more on a bike mm-hmm. my wife's like why don't you just save that Yep. We can put it towards a car or a house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got a car. Yeah. We're renting this place. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. And That's it, why I keep telling you to move in my neighborhood. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. Then I can't afford a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, it's my struggle with that. Yeah. Um, and then within work, I don't feel satisfied. Like, I'm not going in the direction that I would like to. What direction are you are you wanting to go into? I mean... I've always had this dream of just being in something within advertising, marketing, PR, somewhere mm-hmm. like that. Like I still want to work with people, mm-hmm. but right now I'm in management. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's supposed to be, oh, you're teaching a, your staff to do all this and, you know, you're you're making money for this business while also, you know, these kids are looking up to you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But it feels like, I mean, if they're listening, I'm sorry, but it feels like babysitting a lot. Really? And there's this, nothing wrong with. I think I think most managers probably think that. And you know, it's just it sucks yeah. some days. Like some days I just need quiet and I have a lot of work to get done. Yeah. But they pop in with like questions that they know the answers to, but they're going to ask me anyway. Yeah. And then I have to go up front or just dealing with customer escalations over stuff I'd know nothing about. Yeah. You know, five months ago I was here and I did this and they said this and I'm like, 
sir, I have nothing to prove any of this. Yeah. But I have to sit there with a smile while taking all all of them yelling at me. And it's just yeah. So this is daily. <laughs> do you think that why do you why do you believe that people ask you questions that they already know the answers to? Just reassurance, I've, I, I believe. Or, I think that's what it is, and I think that as a manager, that stuff is going to happen because, like, I I do that to my boss. Like, I yeah. ask, and like, like sometimes you'd like. Be like, do you not read anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> See, to get I can't that, do that. Uh, yeah, at my level. <laughs> but it 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 sucks because I'm just like, I just needed the reassurance. Not, I didn't want to feel like a like a dumb piece of shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, I still, it's like, even even I need that. I yeah. just need. Yes, I I know the answer to something, but I'm still going to ask just to make sure because no one wants to be wrong. Yeah. You know. But also, no one wants to like feel like they're dumb. Hey, Lito, quit doing that. Oh, you know, he wanted to chime in on something. What, yeah, what I know he was say? sitting there scratching himself. But uh, <laughs> no one wants to. No one wants to. They would rather look dumb in front of you than look dumb in front of a customer. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those. I think it's like a necessary evil that you're always just gonna have to. And, deal and with. then again, you know, I've had some associates who don't ask those questions. And they fuck something up. And we're still dealing with a lot of that yeah, stuff. So, so, yeah. You know, I don't know. You're just weighing your pros and cons there. It's yeah. Just, I, I think one thing that could that we can both use as we sit there and talk through this is is just perspective. Um, and that's gonna, I think that's the key is trying to find a different or a better perspective in all the shit that we're going through. And, yeah. and that and I I won't even pretend like I have the answers because I don't even I don't know if perspective is the thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be all like, well, quit your job and find something different. You know, maybe it's just how you view work in general. You know, because yeah. uh, I've seen people that will, and I don't know how they do it, and and I'm somewhat envious of them. They can work the same job, you know, turning a screwdriver or like doing one simple function and they'll do it for like eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, but they get out of work and they're just the happiest people out there. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just enjoying life. And it's like, I think maybe the perspective that I could try and take is like the cost of entry into feeling like happy, you know, from, from 5 PM until, 7 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Or 7 from 5 yeah. p.m. until like 7 a.m. Or, you know, to feel happy on the weekends or something like that. That's what this is. But the other side of that is like, I'm not, that's living with a borderline arrogance thinking like you have all the time in the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like every second, I think we made a post about it. Like the average human life is like, was it 72 or 700 something thousand hours or, I don't know. So, like I've got to figure out what that what that is again. Um, it was one of our really early posts when I reduced the human lifespan to hours, and it's just like if if we start thinking of our lives like that, maybe that's gonna be the Kickstarter to get us to like to start living with intent. Yeah. And and if I start to live with intent and do things with intent because I truly want to do them, not because I have to or anything. I feel like I can probably get a little bit better satisfaction out of life. I also feel like I would spend a lot more time just at home 
yeah. uh, because there I go out and do a lot of things I don't really want to do, and it's like <laughs> it's there's there's so much power in no, you know. There's I haven't so learned that. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much power in just being like I don't want to. I'm gonna stay home. Instead, what I do is. I'll be like, oh, let me go. Ch- I'll go check with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll be like, oh, I'll see you, man. I might, I might jump out there. When in reality, I'm just like, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> you know? Um, I want to tell you one thing, though. Yeah. Having a wife now is one of my favorite excuses. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can. It's, You're like, oh, wife's being a bitch, dude. I can't do anything today, sorry, man. man. Sorry. I can't, I can't do it. But <laughs> I went and test rode just a bunch of bikes at different bike shops. I know. Right said, back to Let bikes. me guess. You said, let me go check with the yeah, wife. I'm going to have to check with the wife. She's going to oh have to Oh, my God. You know say, they've heard that shit all the time. They're just like, yeah, great. he's not coming back. I don't have to just say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do whatever I, want I can't to. afford this $12,000 bike. <laughs> let me go check with the wife, man. <laughs> no, I get it. I totally get it. What are you looking up? Were you about to... I was trying to find how many minutes that was. or seconds. Oh, yeah. Check the post. It's somewhere down there. But uh, as we sort of go through this thing... Uh, before you know before we close or whatever just so i don't forget it if you guys have any stories of your quarter life crisis that you might be going through like please reach out and let us know i'd I'd like to know that i'm not by myself or that brandon's not by himself in this whole thing it's i don't know i just i don't know i'm i'm struggling man i really am uh there was something that i was just reading here and let me try and pull it up really quick about like the different things that you can do to sort of uh, have satisfaction in, in your life and your job and stuff without quitting it. <laughs> and one of the things it says is identify what really matters. Like, yeah. what really matters to you right now? Right now, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I still feel like I'm in the honeymoon phase. Like, yeah. we've, we've been dating for six plus years. Yeah. But we just got married in March, and I just love waking up next to my wife. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to get up out of bed at a four thirty at four thirty in the morning anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to wake up, you know, whenever she wakes up at seven. Yeah. And so that puts me in the same spot where I'm like, I had all that time in the morning. Now I don't, but I enjoy it. Yeah. And I enjoy just you know going home and seeing her, and I enjoy my little dog and uh, you know being able to ride. Yeah. But I feel like I need more in life. Yeah. But I love the things that I. Why have. do you think that you need more? Are you comparing yourself to other people? It's it's not even that. It's just you know, I'm thirty. Oh fuck, for, for, for I'm thirty one now. Yeah. And, uh, you're so, you're not old enough to be forgetting. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm still twenty nine. Uh, yeah, for real. But no, I'm thirty one now, and I feel like I need to be in a position to where you know, I'm making the money, and I'm we're ready to you know move forward with children or whatever it is that. That's a, that's such a have. southern thing. No, and I hate it. Yeah, because I truthfully like i don't know that i'm ready yeah but i don't think anyone, anyone who yeah i don't think anyone who has one it like is like i'm ready for a <laughs> child i'm ready to take care of a of a you know a life until <laughs> you know and they're not even a real person until so, they're at like age two years old or something like good that with and, the dog for yeah right now. <laughs> until then they're just like they're shit factories that you have to feed yeah. you know what i'm yeah. saying uh, so uh yeah i don't i don't think anyone's really ready well, the the next thing I wanted to, to move to is says says uh, refuse to settle. Um, that is something that like I was good at at first, but it's like as I've 
as I've gone through life the past couple of years, just because for the past few years, it was, I, we were a single income family, you know? Yeah. It was just me making the money and, and my wife was in school the whole time. And, uh, you know, because she went through that phase where she said, hey, hey, Lito, stop that. This dog is licking the fucking extension cord. Uh, he's literally licking the socket. Anyway. Um, but it looks so tasty. Yeah, until he dies and then Chris gets pissed. But, um, you know, we I was in that, you know, single single income family. And it's like, you can't just quit your job, you know? And you can't just go and find something different and have to reevaluate your finances and all that kind of stuff because like any little thing or any change unless it's like a whole lot more money is going to alter the the dynamics of like how things are especially when you have someone that's in college and it's just like okay like there's going to be books and tests and this and that that you've got to pay for and you know something might happen I'm ve- I'm very fortunate that even while I was, you know, while we were a one income family and she was in classes and stuff like that, I was able to like buy her a car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was able to do that kind of stuff, but man, uh, I was very, very fortunate. But um, I think that there's a lot of people out there that are settling and they think that they like there's no better place to go. They can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think one of my brightest moments if you will when i said i refused to settle was when i decided that i didn't want to work in higher ed anymore or in higher ed it anymore and it like i felt like i was with a lot of people as much as they're my boys you know what i'm saying that it felt like a lot of them kind of just settled right mm-hmm. and so i said okay i'm going to the cost of entry for me was the job that i wanted was in louisville an hour an hour and a half away in another time zone right so I was getting up at four in the morning, like, and I was like, this is the cost. This is what I got to do. And that really taught me a lot, even though I hated that job. Um, then I started working at, you know, I took like a month or two off and then I started working at, at, at where we are now. Yeah. And um, I still, so now I like, I don't mind driving if the cost is there, but like sometimes I'm just like, damn, I, I kind of have it good. And you know what I mean? And so I, yeah. I, I don't want to get caught up in that web. But what this thing here says is that it says the most important thing to remember when it comes to figure out figuring out what you're meant to do for work is that it's never too late to pursue purpose. Uh, it says Tim Westergen, founder of Pandora, spent most of his early years trying to figure out what his purpose was, and he's got a resume to prove it. Having worked as a musician, part-time composer, and nanny, if he'd chosen to settle for work that didn't inspire and motivate him, then he wouldn't have gone on to found, found Pandora at the age of 35. Like, here we are in our early 30s <laughs> talking about, like, oh, my God, like, what is what is this life? And someone just goes to, fi- like, discover or, you know, create Pandora at the age of 35 after living the life as a musician, part-time composer, and a nanny. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it makes you feel like, what the, why am I complaining? You know what I mean? But, um, and again, that goes back to what we were talking about with perspective. Um, so what they say here says, uh, while your ne- while your specific purpose may not be to create the next big, uh, next big thing or to even, uh, switch industries or companies, what we can all learn from Westergan's example is that if something about your career isn't working, 
you've got to have the courage to keep searching for that something. So finding whatever that does, like whatever it might be, like I think that that is how I need to get recentered. Right? Is I need to find a way to get back onto like being passionate about about that process, not so much about finding that like uh, not so much about knowing what it is I'm meant to do. But it's like I just need to be passionate about wanting to find out what that is. Yeah, does that make sense? So, do you, do you know what it is that you want to do? Um, or do dude, you, or you like know what it without is sounding like a like a cornball, like I wanna I wanna change lives, dude. I want to like I want to save lives, like straight up, man. Yeah. I want like the thing that when we had our last episode with with JP, dude. I I swear to God, dude, that episode changed me more than more than it should have um and not because we ate seventy eight thousand chicken wings before we did that that was fire dude but uh yeah yeah um but it's just that like it just brought back like i don't know it brought back the times that i'd like talk to friends or like help people or something like that and it's like oh man like therapist sounds good you know that part sounds cool but screw going back to school like i just <laughs> i just don't want to i don't i just don't want to do that i don't want to sit in classes and stuff like that yeah. um uh i just then there's you know people have the whole things of like going and speaking and all that kind of stuff i wouldn't even mind like some kind of counseling for for like students or something or even if if this podcast was something where where people can come on and just like i'd tell them hey bro not a i'm not a like a professional but let's just talk about it man let's just walk through it um i think that kind of stuff would be that's i kind of think that's where i'd like to be and and i try to i try to infuse that a little bit in what i do like when i go and talk to a business i say something like what what are you feeling like what do you want what are some of your pain points and we just kind of talk our way through things but like i'm just I, i guess i'm losing that connection if yeah. you will, with the technology, like it, I just, I just like the technology. I'm just a fan of it anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so that's where I guess I'm kind of uh, struggling. And maybe that's where, that's where I want to be. Does that answer your question? Oh, your mic sounds like it's jacking up. Adjust oh, it really jacking up. Oh, it's gonna pop. Okay, that's better. Is that better? That's just gonna jack up someone's speakers. Oh, that's good. We may edit it if we need to. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, house husband with a nanny. House husband with a nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you want? I can't figure out how to get there. I keep pushing my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Kelly. You need to be the VP of a bank or something like that. <laughs> no, seriously, what is yours? Uh, I, to be honest with you, I don't know yet. Like, really, I've gone from all sorts of different types of jobs. You know, from <laughs> my first job was working in fast food. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Uh, working at a gas station. You know, I feel like I, I remember you working that. at that shell. You probably did. Was it the one across from Cabrera's? It was. Hmm. Yeah. But I just, I, you know, I worked there for years, and people still know me from that. Yeah. And then, you know, I did. I tried graphic design, which is what I went to school for, and I, I don't know if it was the atmosphere of where I was or if it was the actual work, but I didn't enjoy it. Like, I didn't feel, find fulfillment in that. Yeah. And so now it's just like, I'm managing, you know, this store Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes it's fulfilling, but a lot of times it's just me being yelled at 
and yeah. people forgetting their Apple IDs. Always write down your passwords, people. <laughs> like, tip. We can't help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I'm being yelled at all the time mm-hmm. by customers, but I'm being told that I'm doing a good job yeah. by higher ups. And, and you probably are doing a good job, man. I like, just don't know. I can't find that happy median there. It's just like... It's not in in a perfect world, what would that happen? Out like be real, not like a house dad or whatever. With, yeah, unless that's for real what you want. Don't you judge me? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But no, uh, I don't honestly know. I I mean, I would love to try something more. Like I said, more along the lines of marketing, PR, um, like planning, event planning used to be something that I really wanted to do. Like, yeah, just enjoy having fun in life. You know. Mm-hmm. I like seeing those happy, smiley faces because yeah. you were like, you were the guy that was like, yeah, let's get an inflatable jungle gym thing out here. Yeah. And like everyone's excited and happy yeah. about that. And yeah. somebody made money off that. I love that. Yeah. I don't quite enjoy what I'm doing right now. But sure. I will get there. Yeah. I yeah. hope. <laughs> do, you, do you think that you're self-aware? Sometimes. No. Yeah. You don't think so? <laughs> self-aware of of just everything just things going on in your life or have an idea like i I, think i am but i just don't act on it a lot yeah that's what i was gonna say i think that myself like i i believe that i am extremely aware hyper aware of myself yeah but it's the action part that that like gets me and i think it's it's the lack of action rather that that what that is what depresses me. Yeah. And and I don't mean like depression like that. It just makes me sad. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like I'm I'm pretty good at just getting shit done. Lito don't do it, boy. No. It, it's attached to his Oh that's disgusting. <laughs> we're gonna this... we're gonna take a picture for Chris. <laughs> but uh I'm I'm very good at like getting a lot of stuff done, but when it comes to like saying like, okay, there's this this is where this is what your heart wants, and then following through with it, it just doesn't. And I think a lot of people get they get caught up, like they'll start to feel like the way we do here, and then Friday hits when they get paid. Yeah, and they're just like, "Oh, it ain't so bad." <laughs> you know, it's not bad. We we can live. Yeah, we can we can be all right. Then Monday comes around, and the, yeah, yeah, and so um, and it's it's been a very long time since I've had a moment like this where I'm just like not motivated and like i'm like legit like kind of scared to go and like tell my boss you know what i'm saying to like yeah. tell my boss this you know that might be something that they need to hear too yeah because like. it's just like i don't want to get like fired or something like that you know what i mean but like it's it's nothing it's no slight to the company it's just like i can't be the only person that feels this yeah. about just about themselves you know i feel like this is just part of growth this is part of life in general and I, what I don't want to do is something drastic and stupid yeah. and shoot myself in the foot because I I did the wrong thing or I didn't do something, you know? Yeah. I, so, I so like, we get stuck much. in neutral. Yep. And that's where I don't want to be. That's where I... Dude, I'm scared of being stuck in neutral. So I get nervous a lot when it comes to doing anything, especially yeah. something that could potentially be good yeah. for myself. So... Years past, I just decided, you know, just say fuck it and go for it. Yeah. But it's hard to just be like, 
you know, fuck it, I'm just going to try it. Yeah. So what I do is I just, I take a breath, I count to three, just take that step. Yeah. I mean, from that point, mm-hmm. you've at least tried. Yeah. And yeah. if you fail, you fail. But yeah. you know what, you're, you're going to learn from that. You know, you know, one thing that I feel like I probably lack, and maybe other people are in the same boat, I used to have mentors. Yeah. And I, and I don't have them anymore. I've never had the mentors like that. Really? And Dude, I've had some good ones. And I said the mentors, not the mentors. <laughs> Just <to> shut up. <laughs> but like one one thing that I would say from when I worked like uh when I worked in higher ed is that I was still in close proximity with my professors and those people were like mentors to me, man. Yeah. They really were cuz I can go and just talk to them about like anything. And and so and yes they you know we may talk sociology we may talk other stuff you know but it's just like those were like I don't know man they were just they were like pillars of my development right yeah and and I just I don't I don't have that and uh, so that's what I, and I don't mean mentors like like a good boss you know what I'm saying yeah. or like like some other kind of person this it's I feel like a mentor a true one like knows you on a different level. They do. Yeah, and, and I just kind of, I miss that. That's what I miss about school. Like, I felt like yeah. one teacher, she was my mentor. Why can't mentor. we just do that for, like, for free? <laughs> she was like my mom, you know? Yeah, yeah. I say, like, I could go with her, go to her with anything, and mm-hmm. she would just have that great advice for me, and I don't have that now. Yeah. Do you, let me ask you this, do you feel like you bring yourself to work? And I'm going to read something to see if it... If I bring, do I bring myself to work? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, so, like bring my actual self yeah. to work. In a sense, uh-huh. I wear a lot of masks. Yeah. So like I've got my work mask, but I can also pull it off and like you know, enjoy myself. But do you think that that is, do you think taking your work mask off would get you fired? <laughs> he goes, <laughs> we got Brandon's like, I'm a sexual deviant. So uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's not his true. Wife. <laughs> anyone else listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, so let me read this. It says, uh, uh, the old idea of drawing the line between our work identity and personal identity is just that. It's an old idea. Bringing your whole self to work might sound cheesy, but it's nonetheless important. By any human, uh, by being human at work, you're able to build real relationships with your coworkers, which is critical to a comfortable and happy work culture. In the end, everyone wins. It says, pro tip, don't hide your sense of humor. With more and more qualified candidates joining the pool, your personality might be the deciding factor in landing you uh, a, a job or promotion. I'd say it. That's that's pretty true. And and again, I I want to bring myself to work, but I don't know the the one part of myself that I don't bring is the vulnerability part. Yeah. And and I think that's because. No one there knows the stuff that I do. And again, this isn't horn tooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not that at all. But it's like when it comes to like a technological thing, like it's nice to have that backup. Kind of, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or some other technical resources or something like that or other subject matter experts or something like that. And that's where it just sort of like, it, it kind of sucks, man. You know? See, in my position, it's hard for me because I feel like I have to be that strong leader or at mm-hmm. least have to appear to be that person because if you're not, they're going to walk all over you. Yeah. But then again, you know, when they come to you and they're just like, man, I'm having a really bad day, you know, I just, I was in a 
fender bender earlier and my girlfriend just broke up with me mm-hmm. um, or I'm way too empathetic or something like that. Yep. Like, how do you stop that? Mm-hmm. Like, they come to me with these questions and I'm like, crap, I'm in work mode. Like, how do I, how do I get back to a role where I can actually answer that question and still appear to have that same, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's difficult for me. Yeah, dude. It really is. And, I, I uh, think one thing we need to do is, like, I, I, as I'm sitting here talking about it, it's like, man, I, I need to go and find a mentor. But you don't just go and, like, put a message on, like, Craigslist or something like that, like, seeking mentor, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know how to – maybe I'll put a Facebook message. Or, I just want to – I just want to find someone that I can – I can just like talk to, yeah. Um, and and, and it it'd be nice if that person was like like more sage. I don't want to say like they're older than me because there's a lot of very wise people that are oh, younger yeah. than me. Uh, yeah. But uh, just someone that can just sort of like bounce ideas off and and that you know what that one, one person like that to me is Mark Twain, you know, or Mark Carpenter who comes on the podcast and stuff like that. But like. He's very, very busy, you know, yeah. and uh, also doesn't live in Bowling Green anymore. And one of the best things when I was in my early, early 20s was like just sitting down and we'd just talk, man. I would just go for hours and just try to figure out life, man. And it was so great being able to to uh, to talk to him about it. But like I just need people like that. And um, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. So, I mean, that could be some advice for some of our listeners. Yeah. Like, Seek out a mentor. Seek out a mentor. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing that I, the, the other piece of advice for you guys is to not be afraid to talk about stuff like this. Um, I, we've definitely gotten comfortable at it because this is our podcast. You know, we've been doing this for over a year now. And it's like, it, it, I don't feel weird talking about stuff or talking about being vulnerable or something like that. It, it almost sometimes seems better to, to say it on here than to like just go and like even even to talk to my wife about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but it's like i think the reason why is because i can play it over and over does that make sense <laughs> like i can play it so i can try to like write notes because i do that like i listen to our older episodes and i write notes like or i'll just sit there and think about it and be like what was i thinking at that time and like how am i different now you know yeah um i i truthfully and and that's why, like, when we were talking the other day, I said, I, I want to start naming our episodes, like, actual, like, this is what we're actually talking about. So you can go, so anyone can go back and reference that and just say, like, hey, I'm thinking about this thing. I don't want to go and find something with, like, a clever, cool title. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be this. And so I want us to be, like, a library of just info or just discussions so, so maybe someone else can learn you should tell kanye west that kanye west can go eat a bag of dicks you know that lift yourself song like i'm not down Kanye. i know you should just call it poopity scoop (laughs) what (laughs) anyway Anyway, before we go um do you have any shameless shout outs or anything no but one thing i do want to oh you got more well i guess i do i do have shameless shout outs Uh but uh i just want to say you know don't forget about me time like yeah it is important for you to find what you need like mm-hmm. seek out within yourself how to like yep. you know don't it's, it's what, yourself crazy <laughs> one of the thing the thing that we said in in our much earlier episodes was it was about self-care yeah and we said it's it means 
it doesn't mean me first. It means me too. Yeah. Like, don't forget to include yourself in all the stuff that's going on in life because it's very easy to to just live where you're like taking care of other people. And again, if you're in the same boat as I am, like, it's okay to, I think that's p- going to be part of life where you sit there and have that struggle versus who you are and who you're paid to be or, or yeah, who you are truly are versus who you're supposed to be or who you're paid to be. Yeah. And uh that that's something that I feel like affects a lot of people. And uh I I again I would love to hear feedback from you guys and I'd love to hear your stories. And if anyone would like to jump on and just talk about your quarter life crisis and uh, just about your <laughs> Here I say quarter life, like we're actually going to live to 120, yeah, 120 <laughs> some years old. Um, but yeah, I don't think my my midlife will come till I'm like 40 or something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. uh, I that's mean, where I am. That's all I lately, got. I've been listening to a lot of Mac Miller's last album, mm-hmm. uh, Swimming, mm-hmm. and it's just sad to me, really, because you know such a talented artist, yeah. Like, you know, was expressing all of his deepest, darkest stuff mm-hmm. in his last album. And he, you could just tell that he was sad. Yeah. And he has songs about self-care and all this other stuff. But it's just, don't forget about yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Understand how much time that you that you have. Or, or understand how much time you don't have. You don't realize you don't, that you yeah. have. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like, tomorrow's not guaranteed, man. And so, like, it's... If anything is going to give you some perspective and and sort of place more importance on trying to figure out again that balance between who you truly are versus who you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. according and I say supposed to be because I'm saying like according to the everything else outside of yourself, like it's very important. Like there should be some pressure on you to want to discover what that is because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah. So um, if any of you guys are going through any of that let us know let's let's talk about it um i'd really love to be able to to hear some of that stuff but uh again shameless shout outs who do you got so this month it's me actually i'm the shameless hey. shout out. this month i am doing the great cycle challenge okay um, i'm not just sitting here straight asking for your donations i just want to tell you what i'm doing a little mm-hmm. bit about what i'm doing so I'm riding the Great Cycle Challenge, and all of the money and the proceeds go to Children's Cancer Research Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, I've set my goal at doing 250 miles. Um, last year, I set my goal at 100 miles and doubled that to 200. So this year, I'm trying to push myself to actually do 250 miles. Mm. I'm actually trying to raise $500. Um, <clears throat> it's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of everything, but you know, every little bit helps. Um, so if you check me out on Instagram, you can find Mocha Bear 459 links through the Salumist all over. Um, I will have links to, you know, my donation page. I'm also going to be sharing different stories about how, you know, this fund has actually helped a lot of children Mm -hmm. and you can read all their cute stories and and I mean, it's heartwarming and then, you know, they're not afraid to tell, you know, this person was so happy and they've since passed and all this Yeah, man. Like, so get out there. Just ride your bikes. Just try something. Yep. Like, and just be active. Yeah. Like, enjoy life that. while you have it. Yep. That's true. That's very true. 
Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my big sister and her organization, uh, Arc Southeast. That's Access, Access Reproductive Care. Uh, what they do is provide a reproductive justice. Uh, <clears throat> they're a reproductive justice organization, funding direct services, providing practical support, and engaging in public advocacy throughout the Southeast. Uh, they're located in, in Atlanta, Georgia. But I recommend you go to their page. It's ARC underscore Southeast. That's A-R-C underscore Southeast. Uh, check out their stuff. They're they're doing huge things for women out there. I'm so, so, so proud of the things that she's doing. Uh, she just makes me so happy with all that she's uh, been able to accomplish and all the, the stuff that she's going to do. I know it's she's she's fighting a fucking war out there in the in the south. <laughs> and uh and I get scared for her like every day, man. Since I saw her video on on like on now this, I'm just like, all right, I'm officially like I was telling her I was like, you need to stay strapped, you know? And she's just like, I wouldn't hit anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just like, that scares me even more. But uh uh she's just she's just doing awesome stuff, man. And and even if you're even if you are against abortion like as a woman someone is just fighting for your rights period like you Mm -hmm. i I would just be excited that someone is giving me the power or fighting for my power to choose like no matter like you can choose not to you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or you can choose to but it's the fact that you have a choice that's what matters that's what all this shit is about dude and so that's why I'm I'm just so I'm so passionate about the stuff that she's doing, and so um, I wish her the best of luck. And uh, again, if you guys get a chance, go and hit them up and check out all the stuff. Donate, please. Uh, if if you're if you're supportive of that, again, for me, it's about choice, and I think that all women should have choice. All people should have choice. You should have the choice to not have an abortion. You should have the choice to have an abortion. You should have the choice for your religion or to not have one or whatever. So. Um, yeah, before I get on a soapbox, because I, I was about, I, ooh, I was gonna get heated on that shit. Um, I want to give a shout out to the uh, the I Mean It podcast. Um, I I tried to jump on their uh, on their live stream the other day, and uh, I'm actually glad it, it didn't work out while I was going because I was like, I saw my face on the screen, and I was like, <laughs> these people are looking at my black ass like this. Like, I got to get a haircut. Did I got the lights off. No, shut man, shut up. <laughs> no, I had like yeah, I was just I was in my bedroom trying to find the right lighting and like my big ass head on the screen. I was like, oh my god, this is a uh... shout out to anyone who's able to just do live podcasting with a video. I know we want to be we want to get into that, but like, whew, I don't know. It's that's that's gonna be interesting. Um, but if you want to hear some of their stuff, um, jump on. Uh, let me pull it up really quick. I think I'm on my personal account, but I believe it's just I Mean It Podcast. Um, let me type it in. Yeah, there it is. I Mean It Podcast. Just jump on there. Uh, it says, if uh, if I said it, I meant it. So, yeah, sorry. It's I Meant It Podcast. I'm an, I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> they, it, in my defense... They kept saying the salumist. <laughs> and I was just like, and I tried to, I tried to like, I spelled it how it sounds phonetically, and I was like salumist, but still call me salumist. So uh, cool. There's there's your payback. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, In These Streets podcast. Uh, they're still doing great things. I'm really loving the work that they're doing out there. I actually still listen to their stuff, and so it's a it's interesting getting just a another uh, a opinion from some women doing their thing out there. 
Uh, and if, of course, just people starting up their podcast for the first time and just seeing the growth, seeing things that they're the things that they're able to do. Just shout out to all you guys doing your doing your thing. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, anything like that, uh, send us a message at the Salumas Podcast on Instagram. Um, or you can hit us up on Facebook. Go to our website, www.thesalumas.com. Um, if you want to listen to the episodes on there, just add slash podcast, or you can click on the link that says listen. Uh, we also have some merch on our website. Buy a hat, buy a shirt, uh, a hoodie, all that stuff. They're very comfortable. You'll look pretty badass, especially if you're rocking like the Overcome caps. Those those things are tight, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm a big fan. Uh, so... Uh, Jump on our site, check all our stuff out, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your time. And now you've got to do what Chris does here. So when I say we are out, you got to say peace. All right, all right here I'll we go. Just like him. And we, no, you're not. You're going to. But I am. Say it with a straight face, bitch. <laughs>